Oh, hey. Sorry I didn't see you there. This is an audio medium. If you grew up with Disney Channel shows, decoms, and music, the Time Machine is ready for you to take a trip back to those golden days. Quick! Before the time reaches 8-7 Central! What is up, time travelers? Welcome back to the Time Machine podcast with me, Becca Stogner. And me, Hunter Martin. Um, happy 40th. <laughs> I didn't know I was that old. <laughs> you are. Um, I'm not. Happy 40th to this week was the 40th anniversary of the Disney Channel. Yes. The reason so, we're all here. The reason we're all here and alive and breathing. <laughs> um... I completely, it slipped my mind that it was the 40th. I think it's because they really didn't make a whole to-do about it. It was just social media postings. They didn't make a whole to-do about the day itself. They were making a big to-do about, like, the channel turning 40, but I was, it was so unclear to me when. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> the they were, because on the actual day, which was the 18th of April, it was kind of the same post of, of like, throwback videos yeah. And people who are on the channel now wishing them a happy 40th. They did do a like theme song, uh, which theme song is the best vote on their oh, Instagram yeah. stories. And the Gen Z ears needed to get away because <laughs> Jesse won the whole thing. Which is abhorrent. But I think Liv and Maddie beat Raven. I What is the Liv and Maddie theme it was, song? It was, it. it was, it was like the sweet life up, the sweet life on deck up against like... That's a Raven or something like that, and the Sweet Life on Deck was winning. Abhorrent. It was. I was like, "Are y'all? What are y'all smoking?" Over I also there? don't think Best of Both Worlds made it very far either. No, it which didn't. Which is absurdism. It really like none of the hits made it to the second round. I don't think. Yeah, I I feel a need to rectify that. On what? Our social medias? No, on our podcast. On our podcast. We'll see. Not a theme song, but I have been streaming a lot of uh, Double Take by Austin oh. Moon. Well, because you're getting ready for Pop to the Top. I am. Well, if you want to leave us a little birthday present for Disney's 40th anniversary, show us how much you care. Um, make sure you toddle on over to Spotify and rate us five stars. Uh, also, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Pretty, pretty please. You don't have to write a review. You can technically just smash the rate button if you would like, but... We would absolutely love it if you would leave a review for us if you enjoy the podcast. And if you leave us a review, we will read it on the show and give you a little shout out. We have to get through some Disney 411 stories. Of course. So let's get into it. Disney 411. All right. Uh, speaking of Liv and Maddie, I'm glad you brought that up. Oh, no. Um, Dove Cameron confirms she auditioned for Ariana Grande's role of Glinda in the Wicked movie. Didn't we know that already? I think it was like when Ariana Grande got cast, it was known that she beat out a lot of people. Yeah. I don't think Dove Cameron, I think Dove Cameron was just assumed that she auditioned because why not? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think this is the first time she's like said like, yeah, I auditioned for that. Okay. So Dove Cameron may not have landed the role of Glinda in the upcoming Wicked film, but she is still really excited to see it. Um, during press for her new show, Schmigadoon. Do you watch Schmigadoon? I don't, because I don't have Apple TV anymore, but I really want to. Oh, I'll give you my password. 
True friend. <laughs> if, you, if you play your cards right. Like I'm already not mooching off your Paramount Plus every day. Right. Um, Dove Cameron went to say, I know that for everybody who did go for it, it was a very long process. It was one of the longer processes I've been a part of. Um, she said she's so excited for Ariana Grande. Um, she's a, and she went to say she's a genuinely dear friend of mine. We met when we were super young. I think she's going to kill it. I think the whole cast is phenomenal, head to toes. So as a fan, I'm really excited to see it. Um, Me too. Would, and we've seen a little bit of Ariana Grande as Glinda. Yes, we've what seen do you think photos. Of what we've seen? There was also some like leaked audio this week as well, which is the part that I care about. Um, yeah. I think she sounds good. I'm, I'm not like ravingly excited for these movies overall, yeah. but I I think I'm slightly more excited than I was prior to. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this. it's always like, well, you know, Dove Cameron wasn't the only Disney star to audition for um, the Wicked movie. Who else? It's not confirmed, but I'm assuming she auditioned for it because she posted a video of her singing Glinda and it looked like an audition. AJ Mashaka. Oh, I bet she did. I, I'll send you the video. Um, but, uh, yeah, so good. I think Dove Cameron's doing fine. I'm pretty sure she was probably one of the top contenders. Oh, yeah, probably. Without a doubt. Without That's why I could have sworn, like, it was just common knowledge that she was maybe, like, top three. I think it was common knowledge, but this is her saying, yeah, I did audition for that. Okay. And I came pretty close, basically, is what she's saying. Um, all right. Speaking of coming uh, close encounters, Vanessa Hudgens' um, new show. Did we we talked about her new show on Tubi called Dead Hot? It's about the paranormal or witchcraft. I say yes because uh, I said, it, why are all the Disney girlies doing paranormal yeah. shows? <laughs> well, it finally premiered, and Vanessa Hudgens said she felt really um, connected to the spiritual realm, and recently discovered that she was a witch while shooting the Princess Switch movies. Um, she says, "I was filming the Princess Switch two or three, and I had my first conscious witchy awakening. I was learning about the history of the women who were wrongfully accused of witchcraft, and learning about what witchcraft even is." Um, Hudgens admitted that her affinity for the paranormal was something she definitely didn't talk about with everyone, but she added that a makeup artist spotted her spiritual connection straight away. She goes on to say, I feel like the universe unravels itself in the most beautiful ways. At that time, the makeup artist I was working with comes from a long lineage of witches, and she had brought up something about being a witch and about me being a witch, and I was like, okay, so what does this mean? Uh, <laughs> since then, Vanessa Hudgens said she developed a really beautiful, evolving relationship and she's a witch. <laughs> well, the witch was notably absent from Coachella, and maybe last weekend would have gone a little better had she been there right. to cast some magic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so what do you think about Vanessa Hudgens' witchy ways? Uh, it's not surprising to me. Yeah. I feel like she's kind of like a witch like Stevie Nicks is. Mm-hmm. You know? Just like a law. But yeah, Coachella is happening. And I feel like it's not as... A friend of mine uh, and I were talking about this, that I feel like Coachella really isn't as... Maybe I'm just not uh, dialed in to what people are talking about with Coachella. Um, but I just feel like it's not as prominent in well, it daily... Well, it was prominent this week. 
Why? Because of the disastrous Frank Ocean headlining performance. Oh, yeah. I read a little bit about it. I yeah. didn't really get into and it. And he, as of today, has been confirmed to not be returning for weekend two. Sorry about your bad luck if you wanted to see Frank Ocean. Sorry but, about your bad luck. Um, That's thousands of dollars. <laughs> that I <laughs> will not be spending. Exactly. All right. Our final story is about our favorite little witch. And maybe conjuring up a reunion of sorts, perhaps. I don't know. I don't want to look too much into this. <laughs> All right. Well, we're at least going to talk about it. Of course. Okay. The start of something new. Disney Channel fans are feeling the nostalgia after noticing Zac Efron um, following former co-star and ex-girlfriend Vanessa Hudgens. Eagle-eyed social media users pointed out on Monday, April 17th, that Zac Efron was officially following Vanessa Hudgens on Instagram. Uh, uh, But Vanessa Hudgens has not returned the favor as of yet. Although some fans are claiming the actor followed his former High School Musical star earlier this month, it remains unclear when exactly Efron added Hudgens to his following list. So... What if the person Let's who see. runs Zach Efron's of, Instagram was like, oh, oops. Oopsies. <laughs> All right. Let's see out of the hubbub if Zach Efron is still following Vanessa Hudgens. Because maybe after all this, he was like, oh, I'm steering people astray. Let me unfollow. Let's see. Following. <gasps> following Vanessa Hudgens. Hmm. But no Monique Coleman. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. I know he, he, follows? he and um, Corbin and Lucas all still follow each other, I think. Yes. The boys. He, the boys. The boys are back. He um, follows, literally, he follows Lucas, Corbin, Bart Johnson, <laughs> um, Ashley Tisdale, Kenny, Vanessa Hudgens, and he also follows Selena Gomez and Miley Cyrus. Not Monique getting left out again. But I could have sworn they followed each other. Yeah, I, I did too. Especially when they posted like, like a year or so ago and they were both at East High, like within days of each other. Yeah. Hmm. What's happening? This is not... <laughs> Ugh, Do you, ha- people think this means that they're gearing up to announce that he's like going to post something that he's in the new High School Musical season and he has to tag <sighs> Vanessa Hudgens? Well, we have received conflicting information about how much the cast is even involved in that upcoming season, so... Right. I don't know. So we'll have to... We'll have to See for ourselves. After it is um, random that he it is random. You have to say it is random that he's following her. It is random. After all these years now following her, it's funny that she's not following him back. I am choosing to believe that a social media manager's fingers simply slipped because I don't. I mean, that is the case. I can't. That like, could be exactly the case. As I've kept learning over and over again with these Hillary Duff and Lizzie McGuire teases, you can't just take every little thing as a nugget of gold because usually that's not what it is. Right, 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 right. But, you know, we can always expect the unexpected here in the Disney Channel universe. That's true. All right. Speaking of expecting the unexpected. Speaking of not everything being a nugget of gold. (laughs) (laughs) Let's get into some, maybe our final Raven's Home Rehash. (laughs) (laughs) Let me tell you something. Okay. So we kept our promise. We did. And we watched part two of the season premiere of Raven's Home, which now, if you are on Disney Plus, they've already uploaded the first five episodes. They've done it again. 
So you can watch all of them in advance. And we... Okay, so there really isn't that much to say about this episode. Not other, really. Other than there's a Tanya mention, so she is still alive in London. Mm-hmm. But that's all we get. Um, Raven gets knighted. Yeah, so end. we officially we have to refer to her as Dame Raven Baxter anytime we talk Which... about Raven's home. <laughs> Which I already did, so <laughs> nothing changes for me. Um, what else? What else really happened? It's just happened? basically a continuation of the first episode. They return the missing Duchess to the palace. Of course, they have Raven dress up as a palace guard and a knight. Um, yeah. The green screen. The green screen was offensive. <sighs> a crime. There are, okay. Is there a lot we want to talk about this episode? No. No. I just want um, to touch on, like... The plots, they went to Abbey Road twice. They went to Stonehenge. Raven tips over a stone. Um, There's like two quick cuts back to the B-plot of Neil and... I can't remember his name. Laszlo? Laszlo. I wanted to call him Nigel. Nigel. (laughs) Neil and Laszlo serving food to those bikers where they they, they get in disguise as bikers to try to convince the bikers to leave. And if someone is in disguise on the episode and it's not Raven, something is wrong. Yeah. Something is wrong. Raven, no one did disguises unless they were with Raven. Right. Like, Chelsea wasn't doing a B-plot where she disguised herself as, like, the lunch lady. I did think it was very funny that at the top of the episode, they cut back to that plot for maybe five seconds before they went back. Yeah, they said, just in case you don't remember. The Tanya mention is Victor um, getting on the phone with Tanya, saying, like, we need the best lawyer we know, and then he just lies to her and hangs up. Yeah. Um... And yeah, and so the, uh, the reason I really wanted to watch it is, okay, how are they going to explain that Victor has to go back to San Francisco? And the answer we is, don't, they don't. They don't. <laughs> but since I really don't plan on watching any of these, because mm-hmm. um, I'll be healthier for it, I did want to know, since they were all available to me, available to me on Disney+, Plus, I said, let me just skim the third episode to see if Victor shoehorns his way back Mm -hmm. so from what i saw the first minute of the third episode raven is on a video call with victor and it seems and he's on his way back Mm -hmm. to he's like coming back to san francisco so i think they're retconning that victor was going to move to london to be with tanya and now it's just he was just there for a long visit unless i mean they don't go any further into it than that from what we saw so I'm not sure if yeah. they're trying to pull that he's just going to kind of go back and forth to visit Tanya. So whenever, because remember last season, Rondell wasn't in some of the episodes. Mm-hmm. So maybe now when he's not in the episode, they'll be like, oh, he went to London. Maybe. Which, okay, great. But I, I mean, that'll be easy out. Part of me also is believing that they just hoped that we weren't going to hold them to that. <laughs> then why are you, then why paint yourself into a corner? We do get an Eddie mention on the video call. We get it. We get an Eddie mention, and then we skimmed the episode where one of the characters from the original seasons of Raven's Home appears. Which they're fully retconning, because Tess in Raven's Home was Nia's best friend, and when she shows yeah. up in San Fran because Nia is no longer there, they're like, you remember Booker's best friend? And granted, we did not watch the entirety of these episodes we're talking no. about. <laughs> we just watched a couple minutes, but that was enough. Um, there's this one part. One... The actress who plays Tess does not get any fanfare. Mm-mm. She doesn't walk into the room. No. They just turn around and she's there. Um, which, okay. Um, and then there's the weirdest thing I've ever seen. 
is it must be two characters it has to be discussed two characters are walking down the stairs and raven's son is talking about like yeah raven's old like tess is like so this is the your the house your mom grew up in and uh booker makes a joke that like yeah raven still acts like a kid and a shoe hits him and it's supposed to be raven like overhearing him her from the upstairs and he it was not a real shoe no it was a cgi shoe that hit the actor who played booker it was the weirdest way to use cgi i've ever seen and why did they need to do that why can't you just have someone throw a shoe from off screen and hit them? I am so certain that someone has been hit in the face with a shoe on the Disney Channel before. But you, I feel like you wasted so much money. Exactly. If you want to see what CGI we're talking about, shoe. go to episode five of season six on Disney Plus. It's right after the theme song because it's it, like it has minute, to be like, seen it's to like be two believed. minutes in when you see Tess and Booker on the stairwell you know it's about to happen and a cgi foot is about to appear <laughs> it was the weirdest that's when i closed the computer it and said okay so i need so bad it was really strange it was really strange <laughs> <sighs> so until next time raven's home i'm locking up the house raven's home has been and, rehashed and i'm i'm locking up the home i'm locking raven's home putting the key into the mat and i will just leave it there for now yeah because we got bigger fish to fry we do and, that, and that's the official end of disney 401 that is the official end of disney 401 so to celebrate disney's 40th anniversary there are all kinds of corners of the disney channel you know you have disney xd you have zoog disney um you have playhouse disney and to talk about Playhouse Disney with us today, we have some very special guests, our friends from the Disney Channel After Hours podcast. We are here with, and I said before, Disney Channel loves a good crossover. So let's do another Disney Channel crossover, but podcast version. We are here with Kennedy and Britt from Disney Channel After Hours. How are you guys? Oh, thank you for having us. Yes, yes. Uh, it's it's been a long time coming. Uh, about I was before we started recording, uh, we were talking that about a year ago was when we were on y'all's podcast, and it was so much fun. Yeah, and, and I was like, "Hey, you guys need to be on our show. It's only fair." I know, I know. And so, oh no, it, we need it, to be on your show. <laughs> It took some scheduling, but we finally did it. It was worth the wait. And so I'm really excited. Um, but before we get into like our main topic of discussion today, um, tell, uh, we just always like to know, how did you guys start your podcast and all that great stuff? Um. Okay. Well, honestly, it started, me and Britt, we met while working for Disney and it, we were both talking about Sharpay. Like, that's how it started, right, Bray? We were talking about who mm-hmm. loves Sharpay the most. Yeah. And um, so one day, it was this was like definitely during the pandemic, like the beginning of the pandemic. And I was listening to my Disney Channel playlist, as one does, and send it on. Not send it on. It was Make a Wave. Make a Wave came on with Joe and Demi Lovato. Nice. And the end of that song makes you feel like you're about to go to church. And I don't know what came over me, but I was like, I need to have this podcast like right now. So I FaceTimed Brit. I literally was still in my towel, in my shower cap. And I was like, Brit, we need to do the podcast. Like, I don't know what just happened to me, but we need to do it. And she was like, I'm on board. 
<laughs> and that's how it started. I remember that. Yeah, I remember that specifically. I was still living in Portland and I was doing school remotely. It was like the worst time ever because it had been like official that like we're we don't know when we're coming back from this pandemic. Um and I had <laughs> long just gone, long gone yeah. were the days we're like two week vacation. Right. Oh yeah. It, <sighs> it was like we were in this, like I had canceled my lease like in college. Like, and I was just like, I agree. Like, I think we should do something and have something to look forward to. So. Awesome. And you guys, uh, if you don't follow them on social media, follow them and they'll plug it. They'll plug it soon. But you guys are starting your season three. Yeah. Heck yeah. Season three. Um, Britt, what's the series called? Oh, yes. yes. It is called Growing Up with Disney Channel, which yeah. was a super cute idea. Kennedy came up with it. Um, and I think it was something that is kind of obvious because I think we all grew up with Disney Channel. Hopefully, mm-hmm. I feel bad for the people who didn't grow <laughs> right. up with Disney Channel. I feel so bad for those people. Pray for them. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, uh, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. It's just yeah. a really cute segment where we just have our friends come and join and talk about just some of their Disney Channel favorites and things that they enjoyed and you know what whatever that may be for them whether that be music or shows or movies so yes. really yes. that's so cool that's so what cool what better well, way to celebrate growing up no. with disney channel than going back to the littlest <laughs> right all right, right. speaking of the content speaking of growing up Literally. we're gonna go back to the preschool days everybody uh mm-hmm. becca tell everyone what we're talking about we're just kind of talking about Playhouse Disney. Like we said earlier, Disney Channel just turned 40 this week. And mm-hmm. Playhouse Disney was a prominent part of Disney Channel. That's where I got started on Disney Channel. I remember like back in the 90s when I was a, a child. If that's a foreign <laughs> concept to some of you being a child in the 90s. Um, but I remember watching it and they had this interlude where a rocket ship would come on at the end of the Playhouse Disney block and the rocket would take off to transform into Disney Channel. And really? I, like I do not remember that at all. I remember it so vividly. I don't recall that. I would jump up and run and hide behind the couch because Disney Channel was starting and that was too old for me. I was like three. It was like HBO for you. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't watch this. That TV static sound comes on and I'm like, oh! Well, you said you weren't allowed to watch Lizzie McGuire, so. I wasn't. That, <gasps> that probably tracks. For a while, yeah. When I was, was... littler. It was That's the it was, it was the euphoria of the time. Um, Lizzie was but, getting a bra. That was so scandalous. Yeah, that, that really was so scandalous. scandalous. Oh my god! Um, so that's start, what... like talking about just our experiences growing up with Playhouse Disney. I mean, that was a big one. Um, mm-hmm. I loved all the shows. I remember watching some of the shows, maybe a little longer than I should have been. I stand the Doodle Bops well into high school. <laughs> Well, now that Frank Ocean is not performing the second weekend of Coachella, Doodle Boss reunion, maybe. There's a chance. Maybe. Um, Okay, I think there needs to be some clarification about the parameters of this episode. If it aired as Disney Junior, we're not talking about it. I feel like that's fair. Fair. Yeah. At some point, I think in like 2011 or 2012, the Playhouse Disney name was rebranded into Disney Junior. Yeah, so Playhouse Disney launched on April 6, 1997, and then was rebranded as Disney Junior in 2011. Um, And the first couple of shows were hits like Bear in the Blue House, 
Iconic. Roly Poly Oli. Iconic. And Out of the Box. Iconic. And those shows hit, 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 my friends. They were hits. Um, Roly Poly Oli actually taught me how to whistle. Wait, oh. what? <laughs> yes. Wait. I don't there, know yeah, you heard that right, I folks. I need the story um, immediately, please. And thank so you. there was an episode. I don't know if like the episode was about whistling, but there was a, a a plot point where someone had to whistle, and they're like, "I don't know how to whistle." And they showed, and they're like, "Yeah, you just do this, and you know, you'll whistle." And I remember like trying it as a kid, and it worked. And then the rest no of the day, I just kept way. whistling. No, that's not so fair. Funny, no way. <laughs> I need to learn how to whistle. That's it's always been the one thing that I wanted to learn how to do. And I don't know how, if I can find that roly poly Oli episode, I'll send it to you. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. It worked. It it worked for me at five. Um, Maybe it has an age limit. Yeah. Maybe it's like, it's like only five-year-olds can digest what I'm, what is being taught. Once you hit six, it won't um, work. So does anyone else remember roly poly Oli? Yeah, of course. Like the little like antenna, the classic on his yeah. on his head. Of course, oh, were they I aliens? That was one of my faves. I have no yeah. idea. I thought they were bugs. Robots. No, they're not bugs. <laughs> well, a, I, thought a roly were roly is a bug. I thought they were bugs too. I'm not gonna lie. Okay, the, the like a roly poly bug, you know? Yeah, yeah. Because oh, as a well, kid, I was, not, I was not thinking that far into it. I just thought they were robots. <laughs> no, I know what you mean. Because as a kid, when people say roly poly, roly polies, I'd be like, mm, "That's a Disney Channel show." Mm-hmm. What are you about? Right, that's not a bug. That's a, that's show. a bug. Robot. I'm trying to think. So roly poly oldy. Well, yeah, was one of the first programs. Um, the show focuses on a little robot who is composed of several <gasps> spheres and other three dimensional geometric shapes. Um, and it was one of the earliest series that was fully animated in CGI. Fun. So, and it's on Disney Plus. I guess that's why the grandpa's design is so horrifying. Because it, was- <laughs> it is. It is like really. He always looks like his teeth are about to fall out and hit the floor. No, for real. Whoever did the teeth. Mm-mm. I was just saying, I remember the theme song. Oh, yeah. And of it was like course. a little like banjo for some reason. It was like a little country. He's falling. Um, yeah. He's falling. <laughs> mm. mm. I, I feel like Roly Poly Oli, it's giving, it's, and it always has. It's always given me a Meet the Robinsons essence about yes! it. And I think yep. it walked so that Meet the Robinsons could run. Okay. You're so right. The grandpa <laughs> designs are very similar. Yes. Yeah, I don't know about him, but the other the other stuff that Brett, I agree. Yes. No, yeah, I definitely like the Robinsons were like next door. And so right. like off screen, that's where they lived. <laughs> like, I, now it makes me wonder, uh, people that created Roll Polioli, were they on the production team for Meet the Robinsons? I don't know. It was created by mm-hmm. William Joyce. And never heard of him. There's no link on their Wikipedia page, which is telling. Oh, <laughs> um, let's see. IMDb, perhaps. Um, he began his film career on Toy Story. Oh, so, well, then that makes sense. Okay. So we got we got some Toy Story in there. Uh, yeah, nothing. Meet the Robinsons. Yeah, created um, conceptual characters for Toy Story, Bugs Life, um, and Ice Age. Oh, ship and went to Ice Age. 
I stand corrected. What? In 2007, oh. Disney released Meet the Robinsons, a feature <gasps> film based on his book, <gasps> A Day with Wilbur Robinson, to which Joy served as one of the executive producers. No way. There we have it. Boom. Brit has been proven like corrected. You are correct. That is I why. See the vibes. I see That's the vibes. That is amazing. Oh. You learn something new every day here at the Time Machine podcast. You really <laughs> I love do. That. That is crazy. I know. She's like that. True fan. Get this man his Wikipedia page. Yeah. (laughs) They need to give him some more credit. Yeah. He also wrote uh, the movie Robots. Oh, wait. I love Robots. With Robin Williams and Amanda Bynes. Oh, that movie. Okay. Two of comedy's best. 2005's -hmm. funniest film. He loves Robots. (laughs) If there's one thing to learn about the guy who created Roly Poly Oly, <laughs> he, loves, he loves and he loves robots. circles. <laughs> Isn't the whole thing like that? They're everything in their house is a circle. Yeah, three dimensional space. Yeah, he's like, I think <laughs> every time he goes into a ro- uh, to a writer's room, they're like, if he mentions robots one more time. <laughs> He's Fire like, him. so They're I like, have a new. He I... mentions robots in this writing session. We're taking him off the Wikipedia page. Right, that's it. He's like, okay, guys, I have an idea for a new show. You say <laughs> robots? No, fine. I don't have an idea. I think I saw that's like funny. four or five years ago. I was thrifting for Halloween costumes, and I was going through the rack, and I saw a little yellow stubby hand, and I was like, "There's no way this is what I think it is," but it there was like a full body up to the neck child's costume of the little the little sister what from really polioli with like the long wait the long arms wait, the little wait, hands pause. the stripes wait a minute you mean to tell me there was a halloween costume of roly polioli oh Lisa, i believe the it sister. i believe it i believe it too i mean it's, i believe it but wow it's crazy that it was in the how long ago was that thrift experience 2019 maybe okay so pretty recent yeah I'm sure it's wow. like the minions of the day, you know, where it's like, <laughs> oh, you really, sure. you know, you really just because Roly Poly Oly is just yellow with like a little like antenna and shorts. So, yeah, mm-hmm. Playhouse Disney on the whole was very yellow. It, it was, was very yellow. yellow. The logo was yellow. Yeah. OK, it do was. we like Playhouse Disney as the name of the preschool block or Disney Junior? Playhouse Disney. Yeah. I mean, I might be biased because that's where I, where I grew up, but that's just like, I don't know. I like Playhouse Disney. Maybe, I guess, I don't know why they changed it. Maybe to have Disney as, as the first part of the name. Yeah. Oh, that's a good, that's a good like Yeah, that's a good thought. Theory. Maybe. I was going to say, I was going to say, I, I lean toward, like, I think leaning what Becca said about that's just what I know is Playhouse Disney. Yeah. However, do I approve of the name change? No. However, <laughs> do I understand like where they're trying to go with that? Yes, I do. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think my, yeah, I think my theory is like, they just want everything to say like Disney as soon as you look it up instead of. Right. Like, and I understand Disney? like the concept of Disney junior because now disney channel i mean i don't know if y'all remember like the the way that their lineup used to be it was like 6 a.m to noon you had playhouse disney and then at noon they would play the move the decom that they would play the night before and then that's when disney channel would start 
after that decom and it was like nowadays it's set up so oddly and i'm like i never know when this air quote disney jr ends and disney channel like starts i never know so i'm confused yeah they used to make it very clear with that rocket ship taking off they were like we are done if you are small get away because girls are going to be buying bras and having visions (laughs) there's gonna be visions look away there's gonna be two little twins running around causing a muck Mm-hmm. Um, I will say when I was a kid, um, this was like after Playhouse Disney time when I was probably like in elementary school age, like in second grade. And like when you're sick and all you want to do is watch TV, I never would watch Disney Channel during the day because they only played Playhouse Disney stuff. Like I couldn't get the hit. That's true. I was, no, like, I was still watching it. Yeah. I just like I was like I don't want to watch Bear in the Blue House. I want to watch like Even Stevens, but it's not on until two o'clock. So what am I gonna do? But I watch Bear in the Blue House anyway. All right, that's when we watch Nickelodeon. Yeah, I know that's when you switch right. it over to Nickelodeon. It, yeah. It's like when Nickelodeon had their like day of play. You're yeah. Like everyone go outside. Oh, that like, used to make me so mad. Oh my god, <laughs> Disney Channel knew like I remember because I'm from the DC area and I remember a day when they well no wait. This was when they had the worldwide day of play, like actually at the White House for the first time. And it was like the real deal. And Michelle Obama was there. Like the Obamas were there. Everybody was there. And Big Time Rush was there. That's what I was really pressed about. But the cast of Victorious. But anyway, um, I just remember thinking, wow, Disney Channel is gaining more and more viewers than they already are because no one wants to go outside. Right. Disney was smart. They watched Disney. Disney Channel knew what they were doing and they played all the good ones when they knew that Nickelodeon would be off the air. Right. And instead of like blocking off programming, they're like, we're just going to tell like during commercials, we're just going to get Miley Cyrus to say like, hey guys, go play outside. But Hannah Montana's up next. (laughs) Right. We will not be ceasing production. Production will still be on. So, but Nickelodeon, y'all can have that if you want. Right. You know, y'all can like not have advertisers for 24 hours and lose right. a lot of money. It's fine. <laughs> right. <laughs> but also like if Disney Channel had shut down for a day in like 2008, the world would have exploded. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, I would absolutely. Have, no. <laughs> right. No, I don't know what I would have done with myself. Yeah. But especially like in those times. Too, the impact was too strong. Right. We had to hear the music. We had to know what was going on. Um, speaking of music, um, I think now's... Uh, a great time to talk about one of the other original programs of Playoffs Disney, which was one of my personal favorites, Out of the Box. We were just talking about Out of the Box, Britt. That's so funny. <gasps> that up. What were you saying? Tell us. You go first, Kennedy. Okay. <laughs> we were talking about, well, we had a, um, someone on our show and for the mini series that we're doing and he mentioned we were talking about playoffs disney actually and he mentioned out of the box and he said that out of the box was one of the shows well the show that made him feel creative and that like brought out his creative side because when you're a kid you know like i mean you color with like crayons and markers and you go outside and like all these other things but out of the box for him it's he mentioned that it made him feel more creative and he was able to express his creative outlet which i didn't even think about until he said it that out of the box really made you feel out of like you can go out of the box with your creativity and i just thought that was such a great concept for a show i love that show 
No, I was going to give a full disclosure confession. And I said this on our podcast. But I, if I'm going to be honest with you, a lot of Playhouse Disney, I don't remember it. You don't, but you remember Out of the Box, right? I do. But right. the only thing that I could tell you about Out of the Box is the song. Like, other than that, I can't tell you anything else that happens. Like, it was just such a distant. I'm sure that because my sister really loved Out of the Box. She's older than me. Um, and that was like always one of her favorites. But she remembered. I'm sure that she remembers way more than I do. But um, there was a moment where one this was like not long ago where somebody had told me that something about pb and j otter and i literally (gasps) said what's that (laughs) not what's that i had no idea and so i had to look it up like i a lot of playhouse disney to me is like a distant dream i do remember probably the one that i remember the most is probably really polioli other than that everything's like slightly Slightly distant. I remember. I remember PB and J Otter, but I don't remember very much. I mean, I remember. I mean, from PB and J Otter, um, the, the noodle dance. When you have to think, <laughs> the noodle dance. Oh, that's where I learned use your noodle. I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, use your noodle. That's Whoa, your brain. That just like unlocked my head. Just started hurting because that right. just, like, unlocked something that, <laughs> that I blew the dust about. off my. Oh, and they were like, they were all, they were all siblings and they all lived like in Otterville or something. Otterville, yeah. I'm screaming. I don't know if it's Otterville. I probably just made that up. <laughs> Ottertown. Otter, Ottertown. Otter Plaza. I, I do think Baby Butter is the cutest thing I've ever seen. The yeah. one with the little diaper. He's king. Diaper. Yeah. He's king. He's king. Yeah. <laughs> I do remember watching Out of the Box with Hunter maybe like three years Stop. ago. Not you exposing me. And we got Exposed. like midway. We got midway through this episode and Hunter was like, I remember the show being a little bit more intellectual. And I was like, maybe that's because <laughs> no. you were three. <laughs> no. Those are the words what? that you said. What happened? I did not say intellectual. Okay, Hunter, clear your good name. Right. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Let me have the floor. Um, what had happened was we were talking about out of the box. Mm-hmm. And I said, I haven't seen that show in so long. We found it on Disney Plus. And we're like, let's just watch a little bit of it just to jog our memories. And we're watching it. And I said, <laughs> I, I did say this because I remember me saying this. I looked at Becca and said, I don't remember this show being so kiddish. I'm screaming. <laughs> <laughs> like, I didn't, I didn't remember it being so babyish. And then Becca was like, I was on Playhouse Disney. What do you expect? <laughs> I was like, I just didn't remember it. But then Becca was like, yeah, because you were three when the show was on. I'm hollering. <laughs> so it was really, it was really something. But of course, um, going back to Out of the Box, we can't forget um, it was hosted by Tony and Vivian, which I say are mom and dad. Tony and Vivian are mom and dad to me. I don't know about I y'all, but to me. Agree. <laughs> um, and it's so funny you mentioned, uh, Britt, that when you think of Out of the Box, you think of the the songs. Um, I did some little research, see if I could get some like behind the scenes scoop. Um, and Out of the Box and Bear in the Big Blue House, which we'll talk about, because um, that is the crown jewel of the Playhouse Disney library in my book. Um, they were shooting on the same lot of or like the same stage and i guess vivian like went over to see what's up 
and saw all the songs Bear in the Big Blue House was, like the goodbye song with the moon and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so she came back and was like, I think Out of the Box should have a goodbye song too. So that is how um, Out of the Box got that little goodbye song was from oh. Bear in the Big Blue House. I think every show needs a goodbye song, honestly. Everyone I know. Does. It's, a, no, it's, it's good because then you know, okay, we've closed the book on this episode. We back you, like they did it like acapella too. And Tony, he was the man. He would play the drums. Yes. And he would like. I remember on. specifically there was this Halloween episode, and oh, instead I of remember him, that episode. Yeah, and instead of him playing the drums, he played it on a little pumpkin. Hmm. I remember that one. So, I loved, and I want to say one of the kids because you know it was one of those like Barney's where every couple episodes they would um, change out the kids. Hmm. Um. <laughs> They would no for real. Like, oh, you're older. It's so funny. It's real. It's <laughs> yeah, they're so like. Funny. Um, I want to say there's this one girl, and I could be mistaken. Do y'all remember the movie Are We There Yet with Ice Cube? Yes, yes. I want to say one of the girls was one of the kids from Out of the Box. <gasps> the girl, the like the sister. Yes. Wait, is she? I need I, to know that information we need to right look now. This up. I could I need be to know that information immediately. Because the chokehold that movie had on me in middle school was absolutely ridiculous. I could be wrong. She was either on Out of the Box or Barney. Um, that movie made me cry as a kid. Are we, are we there yet? yet? So yeah. It's a lot going on in that movie. It's a lot going on. Like it took I only saw it thing. once and I just remember like the scenes with the deer. Oh my God. I knew you. How did I know you were going to say that? Uh, Everyone says that. That's the scene that they know is the deer. That's that movie is I, I don't know. That movie is so good. I talk about that movie like so much. That movie had a, such a chokehold on me. I love that film. I, I think my, the one I, I still actually quote that movie to this day. And my mom, there's a scene where the little boy says they're in the airport or something. And he says, why can't you say bombs or something like that? And so now <laughs> me and my mom are always just like, why can't you say bombs? So I love that movie. That movie is so funny. All right. Confirmed. The it sister is an out of the box. Hey, we she's also she's also the same girl from School of Rock, who's one of like the backup singers. Booked and busy, mm-hmm. booked and busy. So I always Listen. so when so when I saw School of Rock and out of the, and um are we there yet? I said that's a girl from Out of the Box. She's <gasps> out of the box. My episode put me on Barney too. I would also be a star. I mean, oh, no, that real. didn't happen. So. No, we got the Selena, way Demi and Debbie Ryan. Barney had a chokehold on me. Like, oh, was absolutely I mean, insane. Have y'all seen the Barney documentary? No, and I don't want to. What? There's a, kind of it. bad. I can't do it. Like, I don't think I could. It's wild. Um, it's not as intense as it promises itself to be. <laughs> okay. Um, it's on Peacock, and it's just yeah. about the um the culture that Barney created and like yeah. the, the um, backlash it eventually got of like well, why people hated culture Barney. And I was in it. Oh. I was in that culture and I was in it. Wait, deep. why? Why did people hate Barney? I just because people were annoyed by Annoyed <laughs> at Barney, basically. <laughs> mad they're not Barney haters. And they like had, and like they talked to people who used to be a part of Barney hate groups <gasps> and Barney like message boards that were like, like bash Barney. Grown adults like what? Why don't have anything better to do barney raised us i don't know what honestly talking about. Oh. Was that. Was like, if we were if we were talking about barney right now we would have to be like a three-parter oh please yeah. because the way i can talk about my man barney is ridiculous 
No, I was. It was obsessed. literally just grumpy dads that were like, "Oh, my kid wants to watch a kid show, and that makes me mad." So I'm gonna go on the internet and write a manifesto. Bye. Oh like, yeah, please literally. get a job. <laughs> please it was, get a life. It was crazy, but guess what? Else. Out of the box, did not have any of those reactions. So nope. Because out of the box was Tony and Maria I mean, would never. To- Tony and who? Maria. Cody Maria West Side Story. <laughs> Wait, we're talking about out of the box. His name is Tony, right? Yeah, Correct. her name is Vivian. Vivian. Tony I'm Maria kidding. is West Side West Story. Side story. I, um, something in my brain told me her name was Maria. I'm literally hollering. What are you? Saying? You, you know the song Maria from from Out of the Box. <laughs> Oh, I thought you meant like the song Maria from The Sound of Music. That's what yeah. I, when you, she I'm said Maria at first, I said, like not Julie Andrews, but. <laughs> I'm screaming. But you the know. song was iconic though. That'll never leave my head. Yeah. To- yeah. Oh yeah. That. Well, I think Tony sang the theme song. Tony had the pipes. He did. <laughs> um, I mean, like I said, Tony and Vivian are mom and dad. They're mom and dad. Yeah. Um, or like, or okay. like, what does Brit say? Brit says on our show um, that they are still running on the royalties that she's playing their music still and so they get all the royalties from single plays from brit oh yeah <laughs> i think yeah. playlist disney did have an album out iconic because i mean there's so many songs too every couple weeks tony from. gets a check for like a dollar 19 in the mail i'm hollering <laughs> with that goodbye song with that goodbye song that goodbye no, song it was a hit made like 500 dollars when, when they would oh, like I'm when sorry. they <laughs> When they would, I distinctively like thought it was so cool when they would rub their hands together, snap, and then clap again. Mm-hmm. I really thought I was so cool because oh, I, yeah. I could do it. And warning, it's not as mature as you remember it. It's <laughs> out of the box was... is not the tooth tooth and nail drama that you might go in thinking. <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't We're not thinking talking it about was... succession here. It it <laughs> it was just the way you said it. It was so funny. I was shocked. I will say I was shocked. I was like, why are they talking down to me? <laughs> okay, wait, I have a I have a question that's like really precedent that I would love you guys to answer. Cause Please. I thought about it when Hunter had said mature and like and I I just need to know. I think that there's a lot of people who say the same thing about like our Disney Channel favorite shows. And I've never been one to disagree. Like, there's so many people that I know that are like, oh my gosh, like, I'll go back and watch, like, Hannah Montana, and it's just, like, not funny. Or, like, it's just, like, not as mature as I thought it was. And I would be like, I don't know what you're talking about. I and literally I don't know, know what you're talking about. I watched Hannah Montana yesterday, and I was cracking up. See, but I don't know if that's part of the problem, is because there's never been a period of my life where I Disney Channel didn't right. exist. So is it because it's never left my life or is it because I think the people with taste have taste and the people that don't have taste don't have taste. And all that's, that's, that's that. I will that. say, Amen. I, I will say there are some episodes that we have watched on the pod that aren't as good as I remember them being like what? so far. Yeah. Like what? Tell us. I'm trying to think. I think the Halloween episodes of wizards of Waverly place was notably a little disappointing. Yeah. Just because um, that was so boring. Yeah. Like some of them don't but, seem like as like extravagant as I remember them being. It's like, oh. Yeah. And some of the jokes, like just because you say someone's name funny on Sweet Life doesn't mean I'm going to get a laugh. But like, am I still laughing on Sweet Life? Absolutely. Right. Now, True. that's a raven. 
checks every box that it had that it did like 20 every years ago every box that one i will stand to fight tooth and nail on somebody who's like no this one still is legit funny it's the damn no guy. because raven's mother still raven's mother me. <laughs> i mean it holds up raven's it holds up mother. why do you think she's still on the channel all right i think like before because i think when we talk about the big bear in the house mm-hmm. the bear <laughs> um we should just rattle off some of playoffs disney hits oh wait well we have to settle we have to talk about doodle bops for becca we don't have to get really deep into it i just always love the doodle bops she's a doodle head i love that rooney and Belle are both canonically gay um <laughs> i hated i hated the doodle bops because for many reasons um but they didn't have real hands yeah, yeah so Dee Dee can't play the pando with those foam fingers <laughs> Like they had like fake hands, but like weird, like real faces. And I hated that. I just I always that. loved how you couldn't tell Mo not to pull that rope. He was going to pull it every day. Was someone <laughs> sleepy? Or was that the Wiggles? I think Mo was just dumb. And Rooney kind of didn't have a personality. <laughs> Dee Dee was the boss. There was that Are talking you... moose head. <laughs> See, you're a doodle head. You know all, you know all the details. I'm a doodle head. Um, I was honestly, I was more of a Wiggles person. I was big on the Wiggles. I mean, is Wiggles canonically Disney? No. So Doodle Bops is interesting because Doodle Bops was produced by Canadian television, but it only ever aired on Disney Channel. Whereas stuff like, I think Charlie and Lola and um, the Wiggles were from other countries, and I think they aired in their other countries, and then Disney just acquired the program. Well, because I found an old commercial to promote Playhouse Disney and Wiggles... The Wiggles are singing a Playhouse Disney song. I mean, so. I'm sure they took the money. Oh yeah. Hey, I would take that money too. Yeah. They're, wigg- they're wiggling to the bank. Me. <laughs> um, yeah, because that's where I knew the Wiggles was. Hey, do you remember the um the lights camera action Wiggles rebrand? No. That? What is that like? Fast oh and my furious? god! It was another show that was lights, camera, action, wiggles, and it had a different theme song. It had all the same wiggles. The costumes were a little different. They weren't and in the comics. Yeah, I don't remember anything else about it except the theme song. It was like lights, camera, action, <laughs> wiggles. Welcome to our TV show. I cannot. You're also you a wiggle head. Is. Yeah, you are a real wiggle stand. If you remember all that. Um, we also had hits like. Stanley, Y'all oh my god! Stanley? I love that theme song with the talking fish. You used to be able to meet Stanley at Disney World back in the really? day. Really? Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah, I have a photo with Stanley. Oh my god! <laughs> we also have um the Book of Pooh. <laughs> Stop it! Which I love was Winnie like the Winnie the uh like one of the rare when they use like actual IPs to like do a show. I don't think they really did that again until Mickey Mouse Clubhouse um, did like a thing with Playhouse Disney. But Book of Pooh, I had, that was like with, they were puppets, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. was always fun. And then we have Higley Town Heroes. I vaguely remember that. I remember that was more like comfortable. It, it's <laughs> it weird. It's weird when they all come out of yeah. the other Right. Body. Like what's, ha- what's happening inside? What's going on? Also, like, what universe like, do you live in where a squirrel is the voice of reason? I mean... Because <laughs> she was a woman, and women are in charge. So true, so true. Um, and then we got we to give a little commotion to JoJo Circus. 
Hey, oh my God! Hey. Wait, we were JoJo's. Just about JoJo's. Oh my God! Share every one of your thoughts about JoJo Circus immediately. Oh my gosh! Um, I think Britt, you said you didn't really remember it. I do remember it, but okay. I think okay. So, I think this is. Um, I want to say that it's like my like I'm not a science person, so if I get this wrong, feel free to make fun of me. But all right, my just sister. Kidding. No, yeah. So my sister. <laughs> has this huge thing about like claymation like she the funny thing is is my sister is like an artist like she sculpts she paints she whatever but she she like hates claymation and I don't know why a lot of people do I think that because she hates claymation and always has to like talk about it and bring it up I think it's because it's like a weird sensation like you know how encouraged the cowardly dog part of what made it scary and what made it uncomfortable is because there were so many like different textures and like like I don't know the proper word like there's different mediums that they used and it just made you uncomfortable because it just didn't make sense I think that's the how claymation kind of makes me feel because my sister would always talk about it and bring it up so because of mitosis I feel like (laughs) it makes me a little uncomfortable because the funny thing is is when I think of Jojo Circus I think about the moments where they had like water splashing or something or like yes. and it just made me so uncomfortable I don't know why I think claymation is not my favorite thing in the world I hate to say it I know I know what you mean so what did your sister and what did you feel about there was a there was a what was it we looked it up and narrate it was like the host of Playhouse Disney it was clay yes. little like yellow I love like, clay the yellow, like little yellow clay guy. Yeah. Yeah, Brett, how do you feel on. about clay? Let me Google this because I don't know. I'm not gonna be lie. warned. It's literally clay nation. Clay. <laughs> he's a piece of he's oh, like a Oh wow. Yeah. This did I, love him. I thought he was a cutie pie. Now you crush it on clay. <laughs> Brit, I need you to show clay to your sister and I need her thoughts. Right. I think this is like okay, so the way that I thought that I was going to Google something and it was going to unlock a memory and it really didn't for me. Um, right. <laughs> You're like, oh, that's not what I thought. No. And I thought it was going to unlock something for me, but it really didn't. I think this is fine because it's it's not trying to be something that it's not. Right. And I don't it's know not trying to be a human. Yeah, yeah I know what you human. mean. It's not trying to like move around. It's not trying to like sweat. I don't know. Stop trying to sweat. Yeah, like something now, the funny about, thing about like, Clay Brit, he had a face and he would talk, and sometimes he would like wear costumes, like he would wear like a police costume or like he would turn into something. I so, do. Like, you can go on YouTube and look at like some of the things that he did. However, I can see what you mean because he wasn't like claymation, like how JoJo was and how yeah, like yeah. her little line. Right, he's like her. a piece of. He's like clay. He doesn't have like and any he, limbs. And you can play with clay. Yeah, I have a small memory with Miss Jojo. Um, All right. It used to come on, I believe this was when I was still in elementary school and it would come on, I think at like 6.30 in the morning or was it like, or six? It was like between that it, hour or it, it was on. early because I like had younger siblings. So I would watch like before getting ready for school. I would have like yeah. that 30 minutes as soon as I wake up. So it was like, 
six thirty seven when that came on. Yeah, I, remember that I just knew. Watch I remember like because I knew I didn't have a clock in my bedroom, but I had Disney Channel, and because I knew I had, I was one of those people that had a TV in my room. I know that's all right, famous, all right, all right. I had a TV in my room, and um. I would always leave my TV on Disney Channel the night before. And when I woke up in the next day, I knew what time it was because of what show was on. Yeah. So it's like when you see. Yeah. It's like when you see George Lopez jumping up. uh, You knew it was the middle of the night. You know, it's like clock in the morning. Or when Glenn Mm -hmm. Martin DDS rolled up, it was time to go to bed. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) So that's how I knew like my one memory with Jojo Circus was how like I knew what time it was in the morning and I was like, okay, if I don't get up now, the next show that comes up after this, I I'm going to be late. So I got to go. I know. I was was like right there with you as a kid. I mean, okay. I'm so glad me and my sister are not alone in that. Oh no, I would know. We thought we were the only ones who did that. So when I was a kid, I would usually watch like PBS kids before I would go to school um so i knew after this episode of arthur was over i had to go back upstairs and get ready for school like i knew that i didn't know what time it was about saying now that i'm saying it out loud and that there's someone else that agrees with me and my sister i'm now wondering if i know networks probably did that on purpose they were like kids are gonna know what time like that's my sister she has said that's how she started telling time was because uh, like going back to PBS, she loved Dragon Tales and she knew Dragon Tales came on at 4.30. She could not tell time. She could not tell you that was the number four, but she knew Dragon Tales came on at 4.30. Or like my parents would be like, I'm like, how long is this car ride? They'd be like, uh, it's like one episode of Arthur. I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. So I know. I definitely understand you on the time thing. I think for me, I always knew that it was like five o'clock because the West Coast time decoms would play at five o'clock. Oh and yeah. They would with the commercials, they would end around like eight. And a lot of the times my parents got off work at eight. So if I was like watching a decom and I was at my like aunt and uncle's house or whatever and it was over, I was like, all right, my mom and dad are coming. Like they should be here any minute. Um, but no, my parents never were like oh, this is about an episode of Arthur. They were more like, we'll get there when this soundtrack is done. And that soundtrack is like the Cheetah Girls. (laughs) I like that song. I like the soundtrack. Yeah. It's just something kids can... Right. It's just like things that kids can grasp, you know? Yeah. Um, All right. I think it's finally... I do have one more more show to quickly mention. Um, Well... I, Mickey Mouse Clubhouse is more Disney Junior than it is Playhouse Disney, but it did start in the Playhouse Disney era. Yeah. Um, but Handy Manny is another oh, okay, one yes, that yes. is of note. Um, voiced by Wildervol- Wilmer Valderrama himself. Um, just one thing I wanted to bring since we have Disney Channel After Hours. This is a very After Hours fact. Oh, no. <laughs> about Handy Manny. On May 2nd, 2007, a Comcast head end, which is like the receptor thing, replaced Playhouse Disney's program Handy Manny with hardcore pornography for viewers in Lincroft, New Jersey. Comcast stated it was investigating the event's cause, but did not announce its findings to the public. <laughs> what? That, that happened. Crazy. Wait, wait a minute. It's real. Wait a minute. Oh, Lord. <laughs> How? That is insane. I know. That's I giving life with Derek that. energy. 
oh my god Britt we still need to talk about life with Derek oh my god I mean if you put a hardcore porn in the middle of life with Derek would anyone notice a difference <laughs> no is the no. real question that's right <laughs> that is insane um I know that we were talking about Playhouse Disney but there is only one um Disney Junior show that I literally have to mention and that's Bluey I love Bluey Bluey no of course I've everybody Bluey. loves Bluey like if it's you don't like Bluey I'm sorry it's a good show and it they had like a stage production of it at my job and I was like what the heck is this Bluey like I've seen it in passing but I didn't know what it was because obviously I'm not watching Disney Channel like that and I don't have a child I don't have anyone little so I don't know what this Bluey is so I was like well I need to educate myself so I would ask the little kids that would come in and I would say can you tell me what what Bluey is and they would school me they'd be like oh you don't know what Bluey is and I'm like, I don't. Can you please tell me? And they would tell me. And I went home. And even the parents was like, no, Bluey's actually like legit. Like, listen to my my child because they're actually right. And I was like, all right, cool. So I went home. I looked up Bluey. Now I'm obsessed. I have I have heard that from people I know that have like little kids. Like, yeah, it's actually really fun to I've watch. I've heard that from them. people I know that don't have kids. Hmm. And they still watch Bluey. Yeah. <laughs> maybe I'll have to look. Yeah, maybe I'll, I'll look at a good. clip. Was, yeah, it's I almost so said. It's like, it's like a show that when you think about what they're talking about and like the the concept and the theming of the things that they're talking about um it makes you really look at what we had on as our playhouse disney and we're just like well wait a minute yes what we had was iconic and the kids today could never however it's when you think about it i'm like wait a minute bluey actually if bluey was in the playhouse disney era she would last oh yeah (gasps) I maybe have to l- l- read more into Bluey. You guys are hyping Bluey up. Because she's great. Well. The theme song slaps. And they're Australian. Does anyone remember the little monkeys on Playhouse Disney? Yeah, they took over yes. Clay's position, right? Yes. Before. Okay. Okay. I just needed to make sure I wasn't tripping. And that I also, someone else remembered the monkeys. Okay. Oh, yeah. Continue. They were other MCUs. Well, from one Bluey to the Blue House. I think it's finally hey. <laughs> time to talk about like like the first show that really kicked off Playhouse Disney, which was Bear in the Big Blue House, which is of course Jim Henson's the Jim Henson Company. Um, love Jim Henson. Thoughts on Bear in the B- Big Blue House? Love it. I always loved it. No, I love it. So did I. It's yeah. so comforting. Like it's just so welcoming. Um, I love the way I love when he closes his eyes and opens his mouth and shakes and he dances like no one is watching. I had a bear in the big blue house um, piggy bank and it had all the characters on it. Like, which like they were all like with bear because his name is bear. He doesn't have like a name. I guess that's his name. Um, And I just I remember distinctly getting that um, uh, piggy bank from the Disney store. The, and back back in the day when Disney stores were in every single mall, and then like and the owner, I got the film strip in the in the yes, front of the store. Yes. That Disney store, I don't know what's going on now, but that was well, I remember Disney, Disney stores store. used to be like in every mall. Yeah, now they're only like in some. They're not really in all in everyone. Well, mall uh, culture is is dying. I think that's uh, more to that than it is to Disney. Um, so, so I always so another. <laughs> I promise you, every time me and Beckett hang out, we don't watch old Playhouse Disney stuff. But the last time Beckett and I hung out, uh, we were just like, let's look at a clip of Bear in the Blue House. Um, 
And I just kept talking about what is the relationship with Bear and all these other people in this house? Like, is he like their foster dad? <laughs> like, That's how it feels. Because I it think feel, he's, not, yeah. he's not technically that little bear cub's father, but like... I always thought they were brothers. <laughs> the little bear cub. He's far too old. In but my mind, like, Bear is in his 40s. Yeah, so it's like, that's why I was like, is he like their foster dad? Like, why are all these people at his house? Is he, he obviously is paying rent. Um, but he has like, a party all the time. He just he's has like, paying the rent. Um, but like, <laughs> like, because like the mouse is there because it's a mouse. Right. Uh, but then you have that little lemur. Mm-hmm. And like, one, where, where's this town? I, I, I was just like the thinking, otters there for those like right otters. That's why I'm thinking, well, is he like, the, like you know, it's giving Snow White. Where, where they're all just you have like Snow White yeah. is, is bare, and then you have the dwarves are just like the random the little people in the uh, in this house. And I'm like, okay, but wait a minute, wait a minute. Like, who really lives here? Right. So you have well, we bear. also when we were hanging out, we oh, yeah. discussed. If there were to be a live action reboot of Bear in the Big Blue House today, who would be in it? So we casted half of them, and I need okay. y'all to either approve what we what we have and then add on to it. So we I have only this is, a couple, but it's okay. I wrote it down because I remembered. Oh my um, god! We have the following <laughs> cast. Um, all right, we have as Bear. We have the dad. The dad. I guess he's the dad. We have um Hopper. From Stranger Things, David, David Harbour. Harbour. Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. Um. So that's who we casted as Bear, as um the little bear cub, who is also known as um Ojo. Ojo. There's a little debate between Beck and I, but I said Tom Holland. I said Tom Holland was too old to play that role, and it needed to be somebody younger. I couldn't think of anyone young. I think Gaten, Gaten or Gatton Matarazzo keep Monterado. it in the Stranger Things universe. Yes, we can't have the entire cast of Stranger Things as the Baron Big Blue House cast. <laughs> Why oh, um, Ryder's it. knocking? She wants to play the moon. Well, I already have the moon cast, so I can't remember who we said the moon was. Oh, we said the moon should be Queen Latifah. We did. Ooh. Could you imagine her, her, and David Harbour singing um, the goodbye, goodnight song at the oh, end? Oh, we'd eat. Who'd eat? <laughs> I'd watch um, that. Okay, and then as the two little otters, we said Amy Poehler and Tina Fey. <laughs> oh my gosh. I think the the age Wait. of which this house is is crazy. <laughs> I it's like crazy. The range. Who was in this house? It's They're just all like a bunch of 40 and 50 year olds chilling. <laughs> um, and then we have, this is our final casting. So um, we have one. we've casted Shadow. Do y'all remember Shadow? It was like this like so. lady who would just like live in the walls. It was a shadow. Like he would turn the light on, there would be this shadow. Oh, and be like, yes, 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 yes. I remember. He'd be like, now. "Hey, bear." He was like, "Shadow, what's up?" So we said Lady Gaga as Shadow. Ooh. Um, okay, I like that. So <laughs> the only characters we're missing is Tutter, who was a little blue mouse. And then um, Trilo, who is the lemur. So who are being anxious all the time? Because Tutter's is like super Tutter? anxious. I'm thinking like a stand-up comedian should be Tutter. David Schwimmer. I, David Schwimmer. 
That was the other thing, too. I was thinking a comedian. It doesn't have to be a boy. John Mulaney? John Mulaney. Ooh. Ooh. I think Ariana Grande could do it. um, Ariana Grande. She's too busy doing the Wicked movie. I know. Oh, no. I would love to see her as... uh, Okay, I was thinking of um, Adam Sandler. (gasps) Oh. I like that. How are you doing, Tutter? And he's like, well, I'm eating cheese. (laughs) I'm eating the cheese. (laughs) And then I I mean, I just recently I didn't meet him, but I recently saw Adam Sandler get um, a mark, his Mark Twain Prize Award for American humor. And his voices that he does are so funny. And I love how in his speech, like his acceptance speech, he was mentioning how or no, one of the friends that was there I think was Ben Stiller and he was talking about Adam having like different voices for everything and he said he loves how in Adam's movies he'll talk about something but then he'll start yelling like he'll say you don't remember Baron the Big Blue House like he'll just start yelling and I think that that's so funny and I think he would be perfect because he has the yelling voice he has that weird voice and I just think Adam Sandler would be perfect I state your case. I love Adam yes. Sandler as the mouse. Okay, yeah, that's my case, and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> so all we need is the lemur, aka known as um, Trilo. I don't feel like I know enough about the lemur. So I was going to say I don't know enough. So we need someone yeah, who energy that she's like giving? the energy is like. So they describe Trilo as. A white, blue, and green lemur who is playful, loves to dance, always active, and good friends with Ojo. So maybe a younger actor to opposite Tom Holland. Zendaya. <laughs> Not Zendaya. Not Tom Holland. Not Tom. Yeah, because um, Tom, Hol- Tom Holland is cast at Ojo, as Ojo. Or Gaten Mazzavazzo, I guess. Honestly, <laughs> um, I what about... Um, Timothy Chalamet. Oh! <laughs> I, you know I love me some Timothy Chalamet. I just had the worst casting, but maybe the best casting. What? Jojo Siwa. <gasps> Wait, I love Jojo Siwa. Oh my god. She loves to dance. She does. Bop bop twisted. Hi, yeah, and she can give like her little ponytail can be the lemur tail. Oh my yeah. gosh. So I think Jojo Siwa would be the best as the all lemur. Right. I'm sat. We're all right coming to I'm Disney Plus for this reboot in 2024. <laughs> Bear in the big real house. Oh, is it still blue? It's, it's still blue. purple now. It's purple. It's purple. <laughs> you know, you know, it's more of like a it, it's more of a muted blue because now we're in the real world. I want to see like a big brother style show with all the people that live in this. Big I love blue big house. brother. <gasps> Bear in the big brother house. Wait, like a show about. Oh my god like they had like the disney channel edition of big brother i would scream like disney Ooh. channel games but big brother Ooh. Yes. would oh be god. amazing put me on that right now put me on that right now put do me you on think that they right would now. like fight with each other or do you think they would be best friends because in my mind i would hope that they would all just be best friends and get along and have like sleepovers and if pillow the disney fights. channel oh, games has right. anything to say about it i think there would be some bickering there there would be some bickering That's true the cool thing about this um, live action remake is we can add more people to the house. Oh yeah, of course. That, that's the cool the thing. Neighbor. Is yeah, we can see what look. What does the red house look like? Oh. You know, what is the Robin in the red house like? What's going on over there? 
Robin yeah. in the red house. That's so. What cool. about the the rabbit in the red house? Rabbit in the red house. You know the goat <laughs> in the greenhouse next door. I'm screaming across the street. You know I'm they There's all so live by things. themselves and they're like, "What's going on over there?" <laughs> well, <laughs> you didn't notice I added big or huge. Everyone else, everyone else's houses are like standard, and then bears is like a giant mansion. Do you think and he uh, sniffs the you as you come to the door? Noise complaint on the big. Oh, house? I'm sure. Oh, there my, totally, there I just hope my canon, my canon is like, there's the, uh, the big blue house is like in a neighborhood of like humans. <laughs> and for some reason, there's like a bear that lives with them in their neighborhood because They're there like, was a what? spinoff. It sounds like, like a where zoo would the over location there. Setting, what would the location setting be? Like, is it giving suburban? Is it giving oh, like- for, for sure. Suburban. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, there was so also there, a... there are some HOA complaints being filed about all these exotic animals. Then, yeah, but Baron the Blue House, I would say, was probably Playhouse Disney's uh, most oh. successful show up until Mickey Mouse Clubhouse came, because uh, it ran for four seasons and 118 episodes, and it eventually had a and won uh, Emmys and all that great stuff, and it had a spinoff called Breakfast with Bear, and like Bear would go to different pe- like humans, like kids houses and be like what do you do to get up and start your day oh, so that was like leave a, me alone i just woke up <laughs> you're like ah why is there a giant bear in my why house why did he come to my house i feel I think, like left i think you're better my off. answer would be cry yeah because <laughs> bear like looks weird with like human beings but yeah as soon as he um, sniffed me i'd be like it's over my sister should be no, terrified it's weird now that the person from that played bear is like on TikTok, so it's weird yeah. like hearing his voice and seeing him as a human because it doesn't match. It's like yeah. it's kind of like Love Is Blind when you watch the show <laughs> and you're like, I'm so used to talking to. We're not talking about Love, Brent. I'm gonna talk about Love Is Blind, but it's like <laughs> when you look at Love Is Blind and you're like, I'm so used to hearing your voice. I can't match you with what you look like. Yeah, and that's how I feel when I saw like his TikTok. I was like, Wait a minute, you're not a person. You're a bear. Yeah. yeah, it's like seeing people um, who host radio um, for the first time in person. Or it's like, or if you listen to podcasts and you see what we all look like, you're like, that's not what I thought. Um, but <laughs> right. speaking of reboots and remakes, um, I think it's time for the portion that we brought to the table when you guys came. Um, before we start recording, I said, we should think of Disney Channel shows that can be remade, retooled to go on Playhouse Disney and then vice versa. So, which Playhouse Disney show, you know, if it got little tweaks, got a little retooled, could jump to Disney Channel? What do you think? I think I have my reversal. Okay, which, yeah, I said, and vice versa, so yeah. Okay, I have my reversal. I don't know about the other way around. Okay. What's the reversal uh, then? I think I could see Sweet Life of Zach and Cody in a little kid show. Yes, I was <gasps> like daycare, that. like a daycare, but not even that. Like I could see that if it was like um, a show to maybe like teach kids things, it could be a lot about like, I don't know, like maybe like hotel etiquette or just like etiquette Ooh. in general, because you're yeah. like in a lot of different environments and like meeting different people who like come in and out of like the hotel. I, so love I could that. see it being like a little kid's 
just like show in general and it's also like a very the hotel is like a, a playground almost mm-hmm. so I can um see that. i have i have my disney channel to play as disney pipeline okay i was going to do high school musical but make it preschool musical and it can just be a show about music it's like little kids. Liz is very invested. In- I can see and, that. I can see that. And you could still have Miss Darbus, but Miss Darbus is the preschool teacher. <gasps> and each episode is they're putting on a little play. Wait. And you get to learn things as you put on the play. Wait, it's very I cute. Need, I need that right now. Come on. Wait, Come on. But wait, but wait. But you know who has to direct it? Kenny Ortega. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ken- Kenny would be the executive producer for sure. He's going to have those preschoolers learning choreography. <laughs> <if he's involved. laughs> right. Like, oh if gosh, Kenny Ortega is so not cute. involved in that, I don't want it. Oh, yeah. Of course. Mm-hmm. It has to have King Kenny's stamp of, stamp of approval. I think mm-hmm. I would say Phineas and Ferb would probably translate really well. Oh, yeah. That'd be easy. That'd be fun. You, just, you could just make it more educational where instead of like building a roller coaster, they're like, today we're building a box. <laughs> the box has four sides <laughs> you can paint it whatever color you want and candace is just like oh i hate when my little brothers make crafts <laughs> i also think that as a animated series i think kind of a no doubt one is descendants i think descendants oh yeah translate yeah. really well yeah yeah you get that disney ip yeah. All right, all right, Kennedy. Do you have a reversal of Disney Channel to play us Disney? I think Stanley would be great as a live action Disney Channel show because Stanley? it reminds uh huh because it reminds me of um with the show I mentioned before, which I watched every day, the Steve Irwin Crocodile Hunter, yeah, and Bendy the Jungle Girl. Mm. I feel like. I I was so invested in that family and I was so heartbroken when he died. I think that was my first exposure to death with Steve Irwin. Mm-hmm. And I was so confused because I was like, wait, what is like in my mind? I was like, well, wait, what does this mean for the show? Like, is the show canceled? Like yeah. Stanley would be a great one. And do you do you have one a Disney channel that you think would translate good to Playhouse Disney? I could see Liz McGuire from an maybe not preschool standpoint, but from like an elementary school standpoint. Yeah. Like, so-and-so didn't invite me to their slumber party. How dare they? Or something dumb like that. Or like, oh my God, he slipped me a note in his drink glass. Like something silly like that. I just thought maybe Liz McGuire. And Liz McGuire already has, you know, she has the little, the cartoon. cartoon. So, yeah. So it's, a, it's a win-win for me. Yeah. I would say, it. so I said High School Musical could be retooled to do Play as Disney. I think you could easily do a JoJo Circus for Disney Channel because it's all about uh, clowns and you just kind of just make it a little bit more zany, like Phineas and Ferb style. Um, I think JoJo Circus could do a uh, a Disney Channel animated show. Now, and see, like, that's when Disney Channel would say, okay, we see that Nickelodeon gave JoJo Siwa the boot, so here's our chance. <laughs> Right. Another JoJo. Another JoJo. Another JoJo. Let's bring, since she got the boot from this network, um, let's put her on our network and show them what's up. And JoJo circuits and her house is iconic. So her house looks like a circus. So JoJo circus, literally. Starring JoJo. Siwa. I'd watch that. I would love to see either the Wiggles or the Doodle Bumps as like a Hannah Montana, like behind the music type. (laughs) 
show. Like you could go like the big time rush route with the Wiggles. <gasps> yeah, for sure. That. That'd yeah. be fine. Yeah. That'd be fine. I was going to say, I feel like the concept of Handy Mandy, but like make it a, a little bit more adult. Like I thought of some examples, but I really don't have any in mind, but they teach you how to do like adult things that we maybe wouldn't. Yeah. Like, do. like yeah. Well, yeah. The, the broadcast in New Jersey was trying to. <laughs> I will. <laughs> Maybe, maybe not it. that. Yeah, maybe not that. Yeah. But I don't know. I was trying to think of like maybe if, I don't know, like I'm trying to think of common examples, but maybe they teach you how to like put together furniture. I'm trying to yeah, think. Yeah, like, I think I Handy Mandy could like, like a teen carpenter. Yeah. And he goes to school, but he's also a carpenter. Something yeah. like that. His, <laughs> he goes to secret. school with the tools in his bag and he's like, you can't talk during the day. And he fixes things like plumbing and like yeah, yeah. furniture or something. Yeah. I don't know. I would be so here for anything behind the scenes like esque of Hannah Montana, Camp Rock, or honestly the show Jonas. I know a lot of people don't talk about that show Jonas, but I do. And me and Brett talk about it on our show. So Jonas, I could totally I want to see what that would be like in yeah. a child. Con- like set or context disney channel i know you're listening um you always do <laughs> uh you got you have some good ideas for disney plus or youtube series and they need people like us to execute those ideas i know yeah I, like literally the handy mandy one i them out every day i could see them doing like a teen handy mandy and they're and the tools are talking while he's in study hall it's like shush, screaming. you know because Disney <laughs> channel loves a secret they so do. there you go. Yeah, they do. That's what they David Deloise said and Jennifer Stone said on whether it's a Waverly Pod. Oh goodness. Yeah. I, I love listen. the secret too. We love a Disney Channel loves a secret. All right. Well, and you know what else? And me and Britt say they love a Drew. Right, Britt? They love a Drew. They do. There's always a Drew on the Disney Channel that Disney Channel just like screws over. And that and that person is Drew Seeley. So true. They screw him over every time, and, and, and Britt are always like, "the the person who was Sterling Knight's singing voice in Starstruck was named Drew as well. Ooh. So he got screwed over as well. Damn. So yeah, right. another Drew. If you're auditioning for Disney Channel and your name is Drew, change it. Figure Look something out. out. They're out for you. Before we officially close the doors on the Playhouse, um. At the time, actually, we like to ask ourselves, what is the Disney Channel lesson we learned today? So we'll start with you both, since you are um, our wonderful guests. Um, what is the Disney Channel lesson, Kennedy and Britt, that you learned today? I think the lesson that I learned today is that, specifically going off of the whole Roly Polioli and Meet the Robinsons little like fun fact that we learned... I think it's that they love to really promote their talent within. And I think I've always mm-hmm. known that and I've always appreciated that. Um, but we love, especially with all the content going back to like the 40th anniversary and like seeing, you know, like I know Ashley Tisdale had a moment where she talked about like everything that she did within the past couple of years and like the whole Brenda song thing that they posted on their Instagram. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's fun to like look back and see like they really find their stars and they really keep them as they For should. sure. For <laughs> sure. I love that. That, I mean, especially, well, I feel like this hits different. My answer hits differently because it is the 40th anniversary of Disney Channel. But I think 
talking about all these different things in the moment when I said that my head was hurting because Hunter, you had mentioned and you had unlocked something from PB and J Otter that I literally oh. forgot. Um, and with this being the 40th anniversary of Disney Channel, um, it really just made me realize how long I've been watching this network and yeah. um, as a whole, not just, you know, the more superior live action shows. Um, but I really have been watching this network my whole life. And I think talking about um, where it all started for me, which was Playhouse Disney um, and talking about that with people that understand what I'm talking about that are not my mother or my sister <laughs> or my dad um, because they were there. Um, it was it's great to actually sit down and talk to people that know what I'm talking about when it comes to Disney Channel and it being for Disney Channel as a whole being 40 years old is just even crazy to think of because I feel like I've I've been watching it my whole life and the fact that it's been around longer than I've been alive like, which brings had... in our miniseries right Britt you know <laughs> full you circle full circle full like three circles and they all make a hidden Mickey Heck uh, yeah um, I will say my Disney Channel lesson is if you want your show to be a hit, have a goodbye song. Have a goodbye song true. or a goodnight song. Like Bear in the Big Blue House, Out of the for Box. Real, yeah. You remember those goodbye songs. That's what I say is my lesson for the day. The Disney Channel lesson I learned today is that if you don't like claymation, maybe a little ball of clay with eyes will do it for you. <laughs> right. Yeah, for, no, for real. For real. All right. Before we officially, officially wrap this wonderful episode, um, Kennedy and Britt, tell people where they can find you. Yeah, Britt, what's our Instagram? It's at DCAH Podcast. Um, and yeah, you can find us anywhere where we're streaming um podcasts like on Spotify, what is it, Apple Podcasts? Um mm -hmm. just kind of all over. And yeah, our episodes drop Saturday. You get a time machine episode on your phone or wherever on Friday, Saturday, you get Disney Channel after hours. It's I'm Kennedy and Britt. Well, she says, and I'm Britt from the OG remember, Disney yeah. Channel. I'm sorry, well, let's do it again. So I'm Kennedy. And I'm Britt. From the OG Disney Channel era. And you're listening and you're to Disney Channel. I was going to say, uh, you're watching dude. Disney Channel. Oh. Uh, <laughs> dun, oh, well, dun, 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 dun. After hours. I love it. I love it. Hey. And with that, thank y'all so much for coming into the time machine. It really is a full circle moment that um, we came on y'all's and now you're on ours. And we, we're a big, wonderful Disney Channel family. Heck crossover yeah, event thanks so much. Woo. all right well once again uh thanks so much for kennedy and Britt from disney channel after hours coming on our podcast and having some fun with us um i think their new season is dropping soon uh so check out them on all their social medias uh, but before we officially sign off becca if people want to see your bear in your big blue house <laughs> where can they find you you can find me shaking my ass it. like bear. <laughs> and sniffing. <laughs> on, on Instagram and Twitter at Heyo, it's Becca, H-E-Y-O. TikTok, Becca's Records. YouTube, Becca Stogner. And you can check out my other podcast, Youth Group Survivor Support Group, at YGSSG Podcast. And if you want to follow me on any of the social medias, I'm at Real Hunter Martin on Instagram and H Cameron Martin on Twitter. Um, and we mentioned it before, um, but um we've blah, 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 blah. uh if you want to follow us on all the social medias and keep up to date with this podcast we're on all the social medias like we mentioned before um we're on twitter 
Instagram, TikTok, just type in the Time Out Stream Podcast, you'll find us there. And I know Becca mentioned it before, but hey, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Leave us uh, five stars on Spotify if you like. Um, And DM us on social media. Talk to us on social media. That's the coolest part about this. Um, Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. Tell us what you want to hear. Tell us what you don't want to hear. Because we have so much fun making this podcast. And we want y'all to have so much fun listening to it. it. All right, y'all. Spring has sprung. I can't believe it. And so will our episode next week. We'll be join. Hope you'll join us for a little spring fling. Um, but until next time, we'll see you later, time travelers. Always buckle your seatbelts.